quite a few companies have been announcing layoffs, especially in the tech sector. But are layoffs good or bad news for the stock? We have, after all, seen quite mixed reactions. Salesforce announced that it would cut 10% of its workforce, or around 8,000 employees, and its stock price went up around 4% on the news, although the stock did come back down a little bit thereafter. By contrast, Amazon announced even greater layoffs than had previously been expected, deciding to lay off 18,000 employees as compared to 10,000 in the prior announcement. Its stock price got no such uplift. Michael Burry, of Big Short fame, has also pointed out some of the weirdness of stocks going up when they're announcing layoffs, specifically tweeting, CRM, or Salesforce, should have been done 25% on these job cuts. Job cuts are so not a reason to own that. And indeed, he could be correct, in that job cuts oftentimes are associated with really quite negative news. It does really beg the question of what exactly might drive the market's reaction, and can layoffs be good or bad news for the stock? Now, whether layoffs are good or bad news for a stock really depends on what information the market had already priced into the stock and what new information is contained in the layoff announcement. Furthermore, we need to distinguish between the firm's longer-term prospects and the short-term reaction to a layoff announcement. After all, if the firm has diminishing long-term prospects and the stock price is going to trend towards zero, then even if there is a short-term positive reaction to a layoff, that firm still has declining prospects and it's one you want to be super cautious about. Now that notwithstanding, let's think about what news is contained in a layoff announcement, and these are all interrelated. First, it might signal the firm simply overhired in the past. For example, it might have engaged in employee hoarding. Reportedly, firms had done this during the past couple of years because they were uncertain about future market conditions, uncertain about supply chains, therefore they'd held on to more employees than they needed or they had overhired in order to mitigate that uncertainty. Now that the uncertainty is being, well, mitigated, they don't need so many employees as they had before. In this case, the layoffs might be somewhat neutral in nature. The market would probably have already priced in, they had too many employees, and now they're downsizing. The market's probably going to react in a lukewarm to positive manner to this. The second piece of information is that the firm has diminishing prospects. Now, if the market had already priced this in, then there shouldn't be much of a reaction around the layoffs. Maybe a bit of a reaction, but not a massive reaction. This is because when you've got layoffs, it typically signals the firm needs to cut costs, which typically signals in turn that the firm is facing worsening prospects. Either the economy is worsening, or their expenses are increasing, or the interest costs are increasing, or they're going to face lower revenue. Regardless, the firm is facing more headwinds in the future, and the layoffs are a symptom thereof. Thirdly, it might signal that the firm realizes it had worsening prospects and is now taking steps to rectify these. For example, it realizes its expenses due to interest rates are going up, and therefore it's cutting employees in order to mitigate that cost. Or it realizes that the demand for their products is going down, therefore they're cutting employees in order to offset the reduction in demand. Now to be clear here, this doesn't mean the stock is good. It just means the company has taken steps to mitigate that downside. So say we're looking at Salesforce. This might explain the market's initial positive reaction to the layoffs. So when Salesforce announced the layoffs, the stock price went up around 4%. However, before this over the prior 12 months, Salesforce's stock price was down some 40%. The market realized Salesforce was wasting a diminishing demand for their products due to the area they were operating in, and therefore the market had already priced in a lot of the downside. The layoffs, therefore, were positive because it signaled the firm A, realized there was downside and was taking it seriously, 
and then B, the firm had taken steps to mitigate some of that downside. It makes things less bad than the market had previously anticipated, but still not necessarily good. We can also see some parallels to this in how the market reacts to jobs data. Now, the United States has had consistently low unemployment and consistently strong jobs creation. You would think this would be good news for companies. After all, if people are employed, they can go and spend money on things, which then improves corporate earnings. However, on some recent positive jobs data, the S&P 500 went down by 1%, even though the jobs data beat expectations. The question, of course, is why? And the answer to this is that that jobs data carries two overarching pieces of information. First, it has the positive information that people have jobs and more jobs are being created. That can have a positive impact on corporate earnings. However, you have a second piece of countervailing information, which is that because unemployment is going to remain so low, or is potentially going to remain so low, the Federal Reserve might go higher for longer with interest rates. And when you've got these higher interest rates, that adds to corporate costs, which then ultimately can hurt the bottom line, which is why you end up with the market reacting negatively. That negative impact of interest rates is seen to more than offset any positive impact on earnings from the strong jobs data, hence the market declining. It has a similar reasoning to what we're seeing with the layoffs. Each piece of information can have multiple pieces of sub-information tied up in it, and we need to disentangle these to get at what the market will do on any individual piece of news. The question is then, how do we reconcile these layoffs at companies like Salesforce and Amazon and Meta with the very strong jobs data and very low unemployment rate overall? Well, really, the answer is probably actually a fewfold. First, some of these layoffs are company-specific. So, for example, Genesis is laying off a lot of its workforce, but Genesis has its own problems due to the whole crypto disaster that's occurred. So there's company-specific factors going on. Second, there are sector-specific factors. So many tech firms were trading at very lofty valuations over the past couple of years. They inferred that the growth prospects were stronger than they really are. This caused them to hire too many people, and therefore they ended up with more employees than they really genuinely needed based on their real growth prospects. This is also coupled with labor hoarding, which had occurred, where companies would try to get as many employees as possible, or at least retain their employees, for fear that it would be very disruptive to have to go out and hire them in the future. And this therefore meant they were just saddled with too many employees, and now they're trying to downsize. Then you have the role of interest rates. Those interest rates initially are going to cut much more into the long duration stocks. That is the stocks with more distant cash flows that are going to be more impacted by the rise in the cost of capital because the cash flows are more distant. This is why we've seen the Nasdaq Composite go down by more than the S&P 500. Therefore, we'll get some more tech firms doing layoffs before some other areas of the economy. The tech firms then are symptomatic of what could happen more broadly. Indeed, we're seeing some of this and what economists think is going to happen to unemployment overall. So at the moment, unemployment is around 3.7%. But economists expect that to go up to 47 to 4.8% by the end of 2023. And we can see why that would likely be the case. We're seeing a broader economic slowdown. Economists are predicting that GDP growth will be zero, possibly negative, in Q1 to Q3 of 2023. And Bloomberg's economic model is forecasting a 100% chance of a recession. This therefore would cause firms to employ fewer people and potentially have redundancies. The interest rates are also part of the story here. Because if interest rates are going up, firms' own expenses are going up, this would then force them to fire people in order to keep their bottom line intact. 
which would then cause the unemployment rate to go up. That is, layoffs are occurring now in the tech sector, but they could occur more broadly across the rest of the economy. And indeed, this is part of what the Federal Reserve is trying to do. The Federal Reserve is almost single-mindedly focused on inflation at the moment. They've specifically noted that the labor market is too hot, and that tight labor market is causing inflation to go up by even more, and causing inflation to remain higher for longer. Therefore, the Federal Reserve, by increasing interest rates, is implicitly trying to increase unemployment, thereby lowering inflation. And therefore, we're likely to see the employment situation get slightly worse as the economy itself is starting to slow down. Hence why we can reconcile the layoffs we're seeing at some companies with the slightly stronger employment situation, which admittedly is likely to get worse, and these layoffs might just be the tip of the iceberg. Nevertheless, if you've got any thoughts about what's going on with the layoff announcements, why the market reacts the way it does, and whether it's just purely irrational, let me know that in the comments below. But otherwise, thanks a lot for tuning in, and hopefully I see you next time.